Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. Today's episode is Radicalism. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, and Ilhan Omar up there in Minnesota have had no solely sponsored bills even voted upon, much less passed. Their names have appeared on other people's bills, but they have had nothing passed introduced on their own. In fact, I don't even think anything ever got out of committee. And that's because radicals, and on either side, left or right, are marginalized. They can't garner the moderate votes in the middle that are needed for majorities and passage of laws. Extremes battling extremes just keep the pendulum moving on the circumference of the circle, and it never passes again through the middle. Defund the police had zero traction. People are asking for more policing now, especially in minority communities who feel the brunt of crime the worst. But reform the police has much better appeal. And provide more police, but transfer non-police interventions has the most appeal. People have really changed their tune about this. Just read the editorials. Movements against drunk driving, mothers against drunk driving, are strongly supported. But if there were a breathalyzer prohibition that prevented an engine from starting once someone breathed into it and had above a certain amount of alcohol on their breath, that's not going to be popular. We think too much in terms of on and off switches instead of rheostats. We are not going to have highways and streets containing only electric autonomous vehicles in anyone's lifetime who is listening to this. There will be hybrids and internal combustion engines and electrics and maybe hydrogen. There'll be some cars and vehicles under limited capacity and circumstances which drive themselves, but not most. Healthy foods are fine, but 37 initials warning people are simply tedious. They're unnecessary. It's a crazy fad. Now buckle your seatbelts or write your letters. You can address them to Bentley.com. He reads his email faithfully. Only celiac disease features an immune reaction to gluten. And people with that disease should by all means refrain from gluten. But there is no compelling evidence at all whatsoever anywhere in the scientific literature that a gluten-free diet will improve health or prevent disease if you don't have celiac disease. And then you can therefore eat gluten without trouble. Now, how about that? That would save me a lot of time when I'm out eating with other people going through that rigmarole with a waiter. Did you ever see people who eat no fat? I'm not talking about a nursery rhyme. I'm talking about people who disabuse any notion, you know, about fat being healthy or good for you. They eat no fat and they come up with strange and bizarre alternatives to fat, which is a part of cooking and a part of food. They look sicker than people in hospitals. It's just a radical kind of idea. It has nothing to do with real health. We weren't successful in vaccinating the entire population, nor has anyone else been really, and you can include the Chinese in there with their draconian measures, nor were we successful in enforcing uniform social distancing 
or wearing of masks. Even among those who preached it, they went maskless, and Nancy Pelosi went and had a private beauty salon open to do her hair when it was supposed to be contactless. Even among those preaching it, they violated it. I mean, what did you expect? You know, outside of Frank Sinatra's great, great song, All or Nothing at All, in which he was talking about love, all or nothing at all, half a love, you know, isn't good enough, he said, trying for all or perfection or completion is just a fool's errand. Right now on airplanes, the flight attendants have a brand new announcement. Masks are not mandatory, but please respect those who choose to wear them just as you should also choose to respect those who do not wear them. And so why not? The U.S. is in my observation, having been alive here for 70, what, six years, and voted faithfully in every election, the U.S. is, in my observation, a centrist country. I know you hear every day about bitter polarization in this country, and there is a lot. But these are a minority of people not the entire country, most of whom are going about their business and not marching and not screaming and not virtue signaling. It will be interesting to see what happens this November in the off-year elections. I've never had a radical client in my career. Now, maybe I haven't wandered down the right alleyways. I don't know. But they've all wanted to appeal to mass audiences, to the center. They want as many customers as possible. You know, I'll take my tolerant priest anytime over the fire and brimstone preacher. Heaven and hell may well be radical differences, but no one is ever reported back. And that is the uncomfortable truth.